This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. This is the Mark Madden Unfiltered Podcast from the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome to Mark Madden Unfiltered. And okay, here's a novel approach for the Steelers at Cleveland on Thursday. Go wide open offensively. Fill the air with footballs. Turn Mitch Trubisky loose. Go deep, deeper, deepest. And I know you like it when I talk like that. Use the element of surprise. I'd certainly be surprised if they did that, let alone if it worked. Heck, use Pickens. You'd surprise him. One catch in each of the first two games. He has a rep for being a diva. This ain't going to help. When he talked to the media on Tuesday, he said he was open 90% of the time. I hate to think what he might say if we don't get the ball more at Cleveland. The over-under for the Steelers and Browns is 38 and a half. That's two points lower than it was for Steelers versus New England. Uh, the Bet River Sportsbook has the Steelers' offense figured out, I think, and maybe Cleveland's too with Brissett. But Cleveland scored 30 points on the Jets and lost. I think any game where the opponent scores over 21 points, the Steelers are extremely likely to lose. Uh, like I said, welcome to the latest episode of Mark Madden Unfiltered. Penguins camp is about to start. It's not really an intriguing training camp for the Penguins. The team will be almost exactly the same as last year and the year before and the year before and the year before. Penguins players have been delivering season tickets uh, to to the purchasers, to season ticket holders. Would you feel cheated if Kasperi Kapanen showed up? I'd be like looking behind him going, yo, Where's Sid? You're the guy who never scores. Um, The Steelers lost. Getting back to the Steelers, because this podcast, needless to say, is all over the place. The Steelers lost because Gunnar Olszewski muffed a punt. I hope it happens again. I like the phrase, muffed a punt. It's kind of sexy. I'm joined now by the co-host of Mark Madden Unfiltered, uh, Tom Offerman. Tom... uh, Steelers in Cleveland, how important do you see this game? I I kind of look at it as not do or die in week three, but when you look at who they got coming up after they play the Jets in week four, like let's say they're two and two mm. uh, after they after they lose to Cleveland and beat the Jets or vice versa, then they're going to lose to Buffalo, yes. lose to Tampa Bay. I forget what order, but then Miami and Philadelphia. They're going to lose both of those games. There's a good chance they're two and six. Yes. My God, Jalen Hurts, did you see him? He looks like an animal. He's a dark horse MVP candidate already. I'll tell you who he didn't look like, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I, I barely recognized him. He looked unbelievable. So uh, I see this game and the, the New York Jets game as must win just to stay in the hunt remotely. 
Yeah, well, we speculated that they would be 3-1 and one heading into that murderer's row of four games before the bye week. And they still might be. They still might be, but this is going to be the tougher path to get to 3-1. and one. Their path was right in front of them. You beat the Patriots and the Jets at home, and then if you lose the swing game against the Browns, you're fine. If you win it, you're 4-0, and and you're in even better shape. You can't have a must-win game in Week 3, can you? Am I allowed to call it a must-win game? It feels like a must-win game. How about better freaking win game? <laughs> I, I, I just don't see... I don't see a path back if they're if they're not three and one after after week four. Like let's say they they are three and one. I think then having you know to some degree not reversed you know how badly they played in beating Cincinnati and in losing New England. But if you're three and one, you're you're three and one. And then I think they could probably figure out the wherewithal to pull one upset in the next four. And then you're four and four, and you still have everything to play for as the season enters its second half. Maybe that Buccaneers game, in a weird way, is the one you'd circle as that one that you might steal as an upset because Tampa Bay hasn't exactly been lighting it up on offense. Although maybe the medicine doctor or Tom Brady needs is coming into Akershore and playing the Steelers and well, torturing them. But maybe that's one you can tab. I, I'm not as confident in the Dolphins or the Eagles on the road after seeing those two teams over the weekend. Those two offenses can score. Seeing the Dolphins and the Eagles. They are really fast offensively, yes. and 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 as 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 good as the Steelers' defense, even without what fancies itself to be, I wouldn't call it a particularly fast defense. Not in terms of foot or in terms of reaction. Like who do you peg on that Steelers' defense as the guy that's gonna? Oh, he's gonna stop Tyreek Hill. Like oh, he he's gonna take Tyreek Hill out of the game. Well, There's not, no one there. How about that 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 Miami game where they had the big comeback? Yeah, against the Baltimoreans. How did Tyreek Hill just keep getting behind their defense in the fourth quarter when Baltimore led by, like, what, 21 at the start of the quarter, right? How could they not have, like, nine safeties back there? It was like he was teleporting across the field. Like, he started on the right side and then disappeared and reappeared on the left side of the field. It's insane that people would bust coverage on his side of the field. But then again, he might just be so fast that he just blew by everybody. They couldn't do anything about it. The old Linda Ronstadt blew by you. That teleporting thing, that would be a great weapon. Except really I, would be. I don't think Matt Canada would still know. No, no, what to do with he it? He wouldn't use it. No, keep it in his back pocket forever. Um, what, what do you see uh, as far as the offensive coordinator and quarterback situation? Uh, you know, I've been pushing for an offensive coordinator change, even though that's totally impractical yeah. in midseason. But Mike Sullivan, the quarterbacks coach. He was a coordinator at, at, at two previous NFL stops. I mean, it's not like so. There's the person that could obviously step up for play calling. But, but wouldn't he do exactly the same thing, or would he just say, "I didn't like what we were doing. Here's what we're going to do different"? Or could Tomlin take control of it? Wouldn't Tomlin just probably do the exact same thing because Tomlin really has control of anything he wants to have control of. So if he didn't like what Canada was coaching, you'd think he'd step in, right? Because he's got his tentacles around every part of the team. Yeah, but he hates to be wrong. That's why the Steelers very rarely, well, not even scapegoat, but just not change till season's end because a a mid-season change is admitting you were wrong about something, whether it be in personnel or coach or style. You know what? And they hate to do that. That dates back to cower. But this is going to sound weird, but that can be the mark of a good coach sometimes. When you wave the white flag and say, I was wrong, we have to adjust. Oh, no, it actually exactly is the mark of a good coach all the time, but... uh, who said he was a good coach? Not this podcast. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know what, I mean, Mitch Trubisky's thrown some decent passes, just not enough of them. Like that pass to Deontay on the two-point conversion? Yes. That was brilliant. That was that was like the very poor man's version of Ben DeSantonio. You, you know what <laughs> very, I mean? Very, very poor man. Yeah, right. You know, in, in, in not quite the same situation, <laughs> but, but pinpoint throw, yeah. uh, great catch. I mean, Put it where know, only he could catch it, the receiver. You know what's funny? I've kind of, and I'm going to talk about this a lot on the X show. 
I kind of think if they switch quarterbacks, they should go to Mason Rudolph because he is more steeped in the system. Uh, I, I think Canada would be less likely to play it safe with him than with a rookie if they go to pick it. And one thing about Mason Rudolph, he does throw deep. Not afraid to do that at all. I mean, he did not, that all preseason. Yeah, not necessarily effective, but but no. I mean, hey, let me tell you, I'd rather they throw deep and fail. I'd rather they open up the game plan a little bit more and fail. He has to open up the game plan with Mitch against Cleveland. Like you said, you should th- open up the game throwing the ball down their throat, even if it's three and out, but it's the three and out where you pass the ball 20 yards down the field on each of your three plays. That's better than what you've seen. You have to give him a chance to make a play down the field and, and call more play. Like There's all this debate, well, well, Mitch has guys open downfield and he's just not hitting them. He's going to the check down. Call more plays that have routes designed to go downfield. Well, and, 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 and Mitch said something uh, to the media I thought was very telling. Yes. It, it confirmed Charlie batch. He said that he's really not allowed to audible. I've never heard of a quarterback not allowed to audible. Let alone a six-year veteran. Yeah. Yeah. I just Maybe as a rookie. You know, hey, no audibles for the first couple weeks as we break you in here. But that's a big part of the quarterback game is to that's, audible and check out That's a little control freaky yeah. on Canada's part. Now, um, I'll tell you something I thought of last night. Uh, I like the two Monday night football games. Even though they were staggered or not staggered starts, they uh, they overlapped each yeah, other a little I liked, bit. I mean, I was at Archie's on the south side. Yeah. They were on separate TVs. There you go. Although, you know, you know what I hated? They kept having a bug for the score of the other, other game. game on each screen. So, like, I would look up and see, you know, the score of the Minnesota game, and I'd look down and I'd see the uh, the Buffalo uh, the Tennessee Buffalo score. Game. Exactly right. No, the game. Oh. Like, like, like <laughs> yeah, right. Because they had the score for the game on TV along the bottom, but the opposite game in the top left. And you're and thinking, was, what the heck? It was very confusing. <laughs> I got to tell you, Kirk Cousins, his MVP candidacy, took a, a bit of a blow. It did, but a lot of Vikings dropped some easy passes. Like he had one gimme touchdown that would have made the game. Uh, I think it was twenty-four to fourteen at the time, and it just went right through his receivers' hands. Well, well, my suggestion is, what would you rather see? Two Monday night games every week and no Thursday game. Or keep it the way it is. They're going to keep it the way it is. What Can would you I, rather see, though? But I can't choose to have two Monday night games and a Thursday game. I hate that Thursday game. You really do? Yes. Ah, see, I don't mind it because selfishly, since I work on the Steelers radio network, I get a weekend off. So I, I love Yeah, no, no, no. And well, I'm going to Vegas next week, and, and I, I probably couldn't as easily do that if the Steelers Because you were. get a Friday reaction show right, after they went exactly. on Thursday. Exactly. So, um... But I, I don't see. I'm really old school, and I've often talked about this. I think football should be high school Friday nights, college Saturday afternoon, pro one p.m., four p.m. Sunday, Monday night game, and that's it. I like the two Monday night game. If I had to choose and get rid of the Thursday night game, you get a better chance of having a good game. Although last night both games were blowouts, but I, I liked last night was fun, especially when when you have more. Because I think the best part about an NFL Sunday is you have so many options. Like you can go to. So many different games, and then Monday you're locked in. And if it's like fifty-two to nothing, Packers over Bears, you're screwed. The game sucked. But then you had a chance to go over to the Eagles game when the Bills were just bludgeoning the Titans. I, I like the options. How about uh, Titans are zero and two, right? They are. Colts are zero and two. Zero one and one. Give them respect with that tie. That's a loss. <laughs> and, and the Raiders are zero and two, right? Raiders are zero and two. And the Broncos are zero and two. No, they're one and one, but they won sixteen to nine against the Texans. Their offense. Oh, looks that's abysmal. right. They looked absurd. That that coach Hackett. He, I mean. Uh, it is Hackett. It is Hackett. Yeah, Paul Hackett's kid, Nathaniel Hackett. He can't hack it. It's not too early to fire him. No, it's not. That, that's how bad it's been. Give him the Urban Meyer treatment and get him out of there early in the season. Did you hear the crowd in Denver, though, having to count down the play clock for Russell Wilson? 
What? He, did he take some delays? Yes, they were delayed. He was delayed getting out of the huddle, so they started at 10, 9, 8. That's Russell Wilson. That's a pretty good crowd. Yeah. Oh, no, no, let's not forget, though. That's Russell Wilson, but but they don't owe him nothing. No. <laughs> he didn't win nothing for them. You they, know what I mean? They so, just gave him a buttload of money, too, so he owes them quite a uh, I thought that was a terrible signing. I thought it was too much, too long. You didn't have to do it. He was still signed for like two years. Yeah. But but again, it comes back to like the T.J. Watt contract when he should have been franchised. Now that's evident more than ever. You can never have a player experience an unhappy moment. No, it has God to be fun camp. That should happen. Um, as Red Formal once called it, super wonderful, crazy fun time. Or skippity-doo. Um, okay, before we get to, t- to, to your, uh, your five guys for this week, I made a, up a few lists by just by way of discussion. Okay, I got best quarterback currently. Best hockey player currently, okay. with Nathan McKinnon signing that huge deal oh, today. Yeah. $12.6 million on average to be the highest paid player. You, you know what's funny? The highest paid player used to religiously reflect who the best player was. Now it's just who's next up. Yeah, who gets the next contract. That's yeah. right. Because I don't even have Nathan McKinnon in my top five here, top five hockey players. Really? That's kind of surprising for And me. then uh, top five current TV shows. So just to go through, let's start with quarterbacks real quick. Uh, number one is my MVP, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Two, Justin Herbert. Three, Josh Allen. Four, Patrick Mahomes. Five, anybody but Dak Prescott. And I also include, no, I've disqualified, rather, anybody who's 38 or over, because I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers, I'm tired of Tom Brady, and the minute Kenny Pickett plays, he's number one. Naturally. Surprised you didn't put Flacco on that list. He's third in the NFL in passing yardage right now and just had that miracle comeback against the Well, Zach Wilson when he recovers. You think he's going to take his job back so quickly? Yes, I do. Wow, you don't have Flacco fever. For one thing, fever. I think Joe Flacco could just like drop over any second. How <laughs> about he was at Pitt when Tyler Palco was there and uh, Luke Getzey was there. Yes. And, uh, and he had to leave because he was the one who didn't play. That's right. He went to Delaware. The but, Blue Hens. But he's the one who won the Super Bowl and you know he's still playing. Tyler Palco, uh, you know, who played as a backup in the in the league a, little, a little bit. I think he started one game against the Steelers. He's an example, and I, I could name a bunch of players like this that I, I watched play high school football. He needed to say, okay, what position can I play in the league at? And it wasn't quarterback. If he would have played safety his whole time at Pitt, or he would have just gone to safety right out of college, like made the switch, this you know, got a team, you know, to draft him as a safety, even like, as a tight end too, something like that, because he was a bigger dude that could really he he would run a lot at Pitt and, and had, deliver and had, the boom. And had football sense, yes, yeah. So so like I think he blew a career, but everybody wants to be the quarterback, right? Rod Rutherford at Pitt did that too. Instead of maybe tri- transitioning to the defensive side of the ball, playing wide receiver, something like that. Well, he that. played wide. Re- he was like their slash guy for a while at Pitt. Yeah, at Pitt. So he could have been he, the the last time Pitt beat Penn State. You know, before the rivalry broke off, right? He caught like a long touchdown in in that game. Um, and Luke Getzey's gone on to become a pretty prominent coach. I believe he's what the coordinator at Chicago right now. Is I think that right? That's right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that 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 pit quarterback class. It's funny, and and that's not to say they did the wrong thing picking Palco over Flacco, basically, right? Because Palco had a great career. At pit. He was a good pit quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Wait, I'm also surprised that you uh, didn't put two on that list. Two I, is back. I can't pronounce his last name. That's why you, you avoid him. That's and one reason, yes. Also surprised you didn't put Trey Lance on that list for getting hurt and handing the keys off to the real number one quarterback. He did the Niners a favor. Nobody's going to say that out loud, but he did them a favor by getting hurt. It was going to happen the hard way sooner or later. This way, 
was only the hard way for him. Jimmy G came in and just immediately took over the game. They won easily, 27-7. to 7. They never broke a sweat the entire game. And that game. was typical Jimmy G. He didn't put up huge numbers. No, he just did what he had to do. He made just enough plays. Very and, efficient. And, and they yeah. won handily. So, yeah, and you know what? I mean, here's another thing that would never be admitted in the confines of that locker room. The minute Trey Lance went down, all the veterans were like, yes. Quiet fist pumps. Yes, yes. Now we got a better chance. <laughs> uh, okay, top five hockey players. Uh, Connor McDavid, I'd like to not make him number one, but he, I can't. It's, he's got you held hostage there. Uh, Austin Matthews, pure finisher, very dynamic, American. Uh, Sid, because he's Sid, number yes. three. Uh, four, uh, Kale McCarr, massive two-way impact as a defenseman. And number five, uh, it's it's tough. I have either Kasperi Kapanen or Samuel Poulin. Mm, no Evan Rodriguez. Well, no, he left. He's he's. Oh yeah, so he's he, dead. He, in, he's dead to us. He's dead to us. That's exactly correct. You know, I, why would the Stanley Cup champion sign him? And you know, they're thinking because Kadri left that he might be the number two center. What could possibly possess them to think, even for a second, that's a remote possibility? I have no idea. Maybe the hot start, they view him from afar because they're in the Western Conference and they look at just his stats and they're like, well, he had a pretty good year. He has experience playing with superstars in Pittsburgh. And I I looked up like to see if he played good against them. Because sometimes like had a hat trick or something. Yeah, like, who's no, this I mean, number nine? Not particularly. I think he did. I think he had a goal, but like you know, he didn't. He didn't light it up. So, um, are, are you looking forward to hockey yet? I can't wait for hockey season to start. Yeah, I wish they would just call football off the minute hockey starts. Do you think the Penguins can win the Stanley Cup or make the playoffs? Well, I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. They can't win the Stanley Cup. I will talk about this at length uh, when we get closer to the season. Indeed, write a column about it. I I, th- I think they'll make the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and they could win around. They almost won around last year with with uh, right. with what what was that meal that Rod spicy uh, spicy pork and broccoli? Yeah, yeah. He's eating that in ECHL this year probably for the Rangers, right? Didn't they sign him into their system? Yeah, their system. <laughs> yeah, he's going to beat out uh, Shesterkin. Yeah, right. For the number one spot. Uh, but but the thing with them is, I don't think they see themselves as they really are. I've said that. Uh, they could win. I think they could like get to the conference final if they would get out in front and have a playoff berth kind of you know mentally wrapped up by the new year, which they did last year. And then you you rest Sid and Gino, you know, every fourth game down the stretch, tang or two. You said that last year. They just won't they, do it. Load management in the NHL does not go together. It won't be a thing, but it should be absolutely. If it, you want to win with an older team, it should it should be an obvious thing. And you've been saying this forever. Adjust the style of play, not not all the time. Like you can do your up and down the ice, uh, open superstar, flashy sense of play for the Penguins every once in a while. But when you're play, in the playoffs, you can't play the full. No, not even you got to adjust before the playoffs, Tom. You you can't play the full speed game all the time. That's just not in their arsenal. the 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 core players are older. And they don't have the complimentary fast pieces like Haglin in his prime and Trevor Daly in his prime. You know, where they could just, yeah, just go like a, jail, up and down the a jailbreak all the time. They need to selectively trap and counterattack off the trap like like they did in game I was just gonna say four that. against the Rangers. In fact, they, they didn't even counterattack against the trap. They didn't do what I call the Canadians of the 70s trap, which is turnover, four guys counter. Turnover, four guys counter. Up the ice, boom, as soon as the puck turns over. They did the devil's trap where you break up the play and dump it back in and reset the trap. <laughs> Come back and try again. Just just making sure you hold on to the one-goal lead. And and they got a two-goal lead in Game 5, a two-goal ga- lead in Game 6. It was begging for them to do that. And two one-goal leads in Game 7, they just wouldn't they do it. They refused to do it. In, in, they say pride goeth before a fall. That's the video for it. 
But I don't feel like Sid would have that pride. I feel like Sid would thrive in whatever system you told him to play. You'd be wrong. Sid wants to go attack, attack, attack. No question. I mean, that doesn't mean he's not real smart defensively. Right. But when I say to use the system, I suggest the trap and counterattack, I am thinking very specifically of him. Okay. Because he would be absolutely brilliant at it. That he he His production would increase in that. And he couldn't see that if I... Told it to him, but 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 it would. It absolutely one hundred percent would. Okay, now the, uh, the 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 five best current TV shows, which is tough because I don't really watch current TV shows. Neither do I. But I got number one, Cobra Kai. Okay. Number two, that seventy show reruns. Number three, House of the Dragon, which I'm not watching, but literally everybody else is. So you have to put it in the top five. Well, right. Like 10 million people watch the premiere of that series live. And like, you know, people say that you can't trust the TV ratings anymore because nobody watches live TV. They DVR. They watch clips on YouTube, crap like that. Well, that 10 million number is evidence that they do watch live TV. Yes, they do. Okay. Very weird show, House of Dragon. Number four. And here's where I chicken out because like I, I don't watch current shows uh better call Saul via on demand because mm-hmm. it wrapped up not too long ago and also the latest season of succession well which, that definitely counts which which uh is also available via on demand and it wrapped up not too not too uh not too recently i mean fairly recently too now you're you're cobra kai guy right i've watched the first few seasons of cobra kai and i liked it i just kind of fell off you know like you have those shows that you don't hate but you just never see through to the end it was one of those for me well well and this is a horribly dated reference that you won't get but the last episode of of cobra kai in season five right without giving away too much of a spoiler it was a combination of bruce lee meets west side story Meets the Democratic National Convention from 1968. Meets the scene with the horse's head in the bed in the Godfather movie. And yet somehow at the end of it, no one went to the hospital and only one guy got arrested. It was like a nonstop 45 minutes of aggravated assault. And, and and only one guy got arrested and nobody died. So as far or, or went to the, I, I think I think Sensei Johnny was going to the hospital and chosen too, because chosen got sliced three times by a samurai sword and he was still walking around. So suspension of belief is necessary for the disbelief, Cobra Kai yes. Show. You have to suspension suspend of disbelief, yes. Disbelief, no no question about that. I mean it's still it's really good. It's just incredibly over the top. Do you have any TV shows to add to that? See, I've been watching on Hulu. It's called Only Murders in the Building. It's with Steve Martin and uh, Marty Short. And Selena Gomez actually plays the lead, too. It's kind of like a murder mystery. It's I good. It's, good. It's, it's really smart. I, I like it. Um, the Bear. I watched that on Hulu. It oh, was, I finished it was that. good. It, yeah. Uh, it, it's overrated, like you've said a thousand times. I have a friend of mine who owns a restaurant. He loves it. Yeah, they I, worship it. I said, well, I don't own a restaurant. <laughs> Because they use all the lingo, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yes, chef, behind you, chef, all that stuff. Yeah, that's that's like that's like spitting chiclets. They speak in hockey lingo all the time. <laughs> okay, all the time. And and two guys played in the league right. that I get. The other two guys couldn't get anywhere near the press box in the league. Uh, and 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 it, it, it like 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 today when McKinnon signed, they're all tweeting. Nate Dog got a hundred sheets. Well, what does that mean? I'm not even sure who Nate Dog is. I thought he was a rapper. I'm assuming McKinnon. But but I mean it's just the lingo. I mean you know it's just the it's just the bro show, it's the bro hockey show. Pat McAfee's the bro yay football show, and that's not being critical because they're both very successful. Absolutely. But I also understand what they are. Pat McAfee, did you see they moved into a new studio? No, I did not. Yeah, it's like it, is it's, that that ESPN College Game Day money coming in for him? 
I, it's like a Taj Mahal of studios. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. So you, there's no TV shows you can add besides the, the Martin Short, the, Steve Martin. Yeah, I've, that's like only one of the current ones. I watch a lot of shows that are just reruns, and they're like bubblegum for my brain. Like, I love The Office. I'll just watch that anytime. I, you hate this show, so you're going to hate this. I watch South Park all the time, Ugh. whenever it's on. Ugh. But th- those shows are just so easy for me to watch. And I don't know. It's weird. With TV shows, I kind of like when I know what's going to happen in the episode. Is that weird? Okay, so uh, now we're going to Five Guys, which, which Frank? Frankly, I've somewhat compromised the format of. You really having, have. Yeah, yeah. This but, is what twenty guys now we have today. Yeah, well, um, well, more than that because you know there's not just one guy in each of the TV shows. It's true. You know, I've come to realize one last thing about the TV shows. I mostly watch TV shows after the first run is over. I'll give you a case in point. You know, when I picked up that '70s show in season four, okay, a friend of mine um, loved it. And he kept preaching how it was like you know. Relevant to when I right. grew up. And so he uh, said, and finally he got me to watch that. I was hooked and I hooked. went out and bought the DVDs, you know, for the prior seasons. Yeah. I still have, I have every show on DVD as a collector. I don't know why, because I never watch them. I just wait for the reruns to the Reruns come are on all the time. Yeah. It's on yeah. Netflix, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I never watched a single episode of Breaking Bad Live. On that note, that's Tom Offerman. I'm Mark Madden. Thank you for listening to Mark Madden Unfiltered, brought to you by the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Bet over your head and not with it. Catch new episodes of Mark Madden Unfiltered every week. Available on the Bet Rivers Network, betrivers.com, and wherever you find your podcasts.